Okay, this is kind of a bonus episode in a way of my um, series on uh, cruiser warfare at the beginning of the First World War. I was meant to be using episode three to discuss uh, the Revenge of the Sith. No, um, the uh, P- war in the Pacific and uh, Von Spee's flight and the Allies trying to combat that and the turning over the German Empire in the Pacific. However, um, I want to take a sidestep because it's my podcast, I can do what I want, um, I, because there is one cruiser that always gets forgotten. People always talk about um, the Karlsruhe and the, the famously the Emden, and of course on Space Squadron of uh, Scharnhorst and Neisenau picking up Nuremberg on the way. And um, But one of the two cruisers that gets forgotten is the, the Dresden, which will have our own episode as well. Um, because I love that ship, but more importantly, the um, the Leipzig, um, which is a bit of a lo- the the smallest and the slowest and possibly and the the oldest in von Space Squadron, um, but she had a, almost a, quite a successful naval um, cruiser career in the first couple of months of the First World War, shut down all trading between Canada and America on the west coast caused a panic in Canada because they feared German invasion and you very rarely see anything written about this and I love the I love the Leipzig she had she um she, she really punched above her weight um especially that I had a disagreement earlier in the week about how effective cruiser warfare was and I just think Leipzig kind of embodies that so um, bear with me as I take you on a uh, tour of um, what what the Leipzig was doing basically. Um, first of all, she was a she was the sixth of the Bremen class uh, light cruisers. Uh, with the, she was armed with uh, ten uh, ten point five centimeter guns, or four point one inches uh, compared for the for the British. Um, and uh, she was stationed on the uh, west coast of Mexico at the commencement of the war. Uh, she was there to uh, protect German interests on in Mexico during the Mexican uh, Civil War. Uh, she had just relieved the Nuremberg. Um, Allied intelligence feared that she was also working in concert with the Nuremberg at some points because basically the Nuremberg disappeared. But obviously I'll come to that another point, another time. Uh, the Royal Navy presence on the west ca- coast of um, Mexico consisted of two sloops, HMS Shearwater and HMS Algerine, uh, which only carried um, armour that was one to one and a half inches thick over the boilers and machinery and only had 25-pounder guns and three-pounder guns and three machine guns. So had Leipzig got into... Com- um, combat with them they wouldn't have lasted very long so uh, as the outbreak of war looks more and more imminent the um, Admiralty tell Algerine and Shearwater it's time to skedaddle head for the nearest friendly British port in Canada <clears throat> which they, 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 they attempt to do um, Leipzig when war is declared, decides the best thing that they can do is follow them and uh, try and try and overtake them and capture them. 
Um, for the Admiralty, they see the, the threat of this German cruiser on the west coast of America, of the Americas. It pretty much has free reign from Alaska all the way down to um, Argentina with no Royal Navy vessels able to combat them. The only ship available is the Royal Canadian Navy third-rate cruiser uh, HMCS Rainbow, who uh, is at Esquimalt in um, Western Canada. And um, if Nuremberg is with her, with uh, Leipzig, or even just Leipzig on her own, they could easily take out the Rainbow. Uh, in fact, um, that's pretty much what they fear has happened. The um, Rainbow is immediately put to sea to go and look for Algerine and um, Shearwater. However, due to mix-up, uh, half her crew is made of reservists and trainees because she's really just a training vessel, and most of her ammunition is filled with black powder but no explosives. So they make a nice bang and they go off in the air, but if they hit the if they hit the Leipzig, they're not actually going to do any damage. But uh, Commander Walter Hose um, were to proceed to sea forthwith to guard trade routes north of the equator, but also keep in touch until war um, until war was thoroughly declared. Um, Hose didn't rate his vessel's chances against uh, against any any of the German cruisers that he might have come, in, come across. Um, Leipzig was just be um, rampant over her. And the only thing that Hose felt that he could contribute was um, that he could wireless in her position um, as long as he was in range of some of 200 miles of, of a British receiver. Um, and... Uh, a lot of people who waved off Rainbow uh, really didn't believe that they would see her return. In fact, the Canadian government, Canadian Admiralty was so certain that Rainbow wouldn't return that they actually dispatched a uh, got a, a liner ready and dispatched it in her wake as a hospital ship to pick up survivors from the inevitable loss. Um, anyway, Hose spent two days at sea near Cape Flattery uh, on the destruction strait, practicing drills and calibrating his guns, and um, preparing to go into action. Um, and on the fourth of August at eight o seven p.m., he received word that the war had been declared, and that he should make course south. But at nine p.m., he was ordered to quickly return to Vancouver to resupply with modern ammunition, rather than training ammunition, uh, which Hose proceeded to proceeded to do. And by 6pm on the 5th of August, he was ordered to immediately change course and head south to escort Algerine and Shearwater, who had left San Diego on the 4th of August with Leipzig in pursuit, last sighted at Magdalena Bay. Uh, Rainbow proceeded at three-fifths power and arrived at San Francisco on the 7th of August at 6pm. Uh, Hose could not see the two sloops and presumed them to be either in port or seaward. Um, through want of information, he decided the best course of action would be to enter San Francisco to recall and speak to the consulate. Um, the Rainbow was quite lucky during this time, as uh, due to orders from uh, the president. Uh, despite there being five hundred tons of coal 
expressly for the use of rainbow at the British Consul, the American authorities had only allowed 50 tonnes of coal to be put aboard. And this was because uh, of neutrality. You were only allowed enough coal to proceed to your nearest friendly port. And the nearest friendly port for, um, for the rainbow was just across the Canadian border. And so that he would have more than enough coal to get, get him there. For the Germans, they could argue that their nearest friendly port was Tsingtao in China. And so could put on more coal. In fact, um, when uh, the raider Cormoran pulled into Guam, they said that they needed enough coal to get to the nearest German colony, which was German East Africa. Um, to which the Americans pointed out there wasn't enough coal on the island <laughs> at that point to be able to get them there. Um, anyway, um, Hose could also get no concrete information on the location of either Leipzig or the Nuremberg. And um, he was also being tailed by a Hamburger, Hamburg Line freighter, Alexandria, um, who was apparently working as a, an auxiliary for the Leipzig. Um, which was sending out radio signals as he departed. Um, Hose received confirmation that the Leipzig was heading to San Francisco and would be there the following day. And and the German vessel in port had loaded up with supplies and lubricating oil and was due to leave port on the 8th to meet her and transfer the cargo at sea. Uh, this made, made up Hose's mind and Rainbow left quickly, heading south to meet the Leipzig or, to, or, or the supply ship. But in the foggy weather, he held, um, he held his position for two days, but no Germans. So the only vessel they saw was a small mail steamer from a German-owned company in San Francisco, um, which, un- which under the American flag, neutral American flag reported Rainbow's position uh, continually. With his coal levels now reaching the safety margin, um, Hose decided the best thing he could do was to return to Canada. And on the 12th of August... Um, he kept, he did come across a three-funneled cruiser, um, cruiser-hulled vessel, which turned out to be the Prince George, his hospital ship, um, which obviously bode very well. Uh, they also carried orders that if they had found the ship, they were both to return to base. Well, the Leipzig's voyage had been um, had been fairly straightforward. Um, she'd cruised at a leisurely pace up the up the west coast, hoping to catch the uh, two British sloops. Nuremberg, by the way, had uh, headed off for had left station uh, at the on the twenty first of July uh, for uh, Honol- San Francisco and then on to uh, Honolulu. Um, Leipzig uh, cruised the west coast, and um, but didn't find any British shipping. Uh, she passed out, um she passed through under the Golden Gate Bridge um and had entered San Francisco on the tenth of August uh to coal and to get an idea of where the British or if there were any British flag ships about. Um they could only take on um enough coal um to con- and conduct minor um repairs for twenty four hours. Um but it was quite a, an eventful twenty four hours for the Germans as apparently they um donated uh you know what i can't find the reference now but they donated some um bears to the san francisco zoo um yep no can't see it now this is why i should always make notes before uh (laughs) before making podcasts 
Han was Captain um, Capitan Han of the Leipzig was worried that if he couldn't get enough coal, that he might have to intern his vessel in San San Francisco, um, which obviously would be quite an embarrassment and definitely end his naval career, um, and so he he was quite concerned about this as well, um, but his mere presence ca- um, caused. Uh, 25 steamers, which were carrying 60,000 tons of barley and large amounts of other trade um, from Canada, uh, were forced to wait. Um, And in Seattle, um, there were further shipments up in Seattle of grain, salmon, flour and lumber um, waiting to come down to San Francisco on British flagships. But again, they couldn't leave port because if they did leave port, the chances are they'd run into Leipzig. So they all had to stay where they were, which meant that the foodstuffs are going bad and basically wasting wasting the, the uh, shipping company's money. Um, it's frozen and it froze up all trade. Um, on the 18th of August, though, Leipzig had to leave uh, leave the area uh, as they didn't see anything, they didn't catch anything, there were no ships, and they were starting to worry um, about British re- reaction, but mainly they needed to go and get coal. Um, oh, there it is, Japanese bear cubs. <laughs> Captain Han donated two uh, Japanese bear cubs to the zoo, uh, San Francisco Zoo, and um, proclaimed in the local press that the Leipzig would seek out enemy shipping and fight. The number and size of our of our antagonists makes no difference to us. Fighting words, uh, although, as I said, <laughs> he really did need the coal. And so he headed south. Um, to friendlier waters as there were um, places that he could get coal from Mexico. And indeed, um, they uh, coaled from a freighter, the Marie, and also railway trucks from the Sonora Railway Company, which had been assembled on the shore um, for the Leipzig's use uh, on the 8th of September. Um, They also uh, managed to catch the uh, tank steamer um, Elsinore, uh, which failed to see the the Leipzig in the uh, in through heavy rain, and despite her um, turned down running lights, was picked up uh, by German searchlights. And the crew were taken and uh, the crew was taken on the board, and the Elsinore was sunk. Um, the British captain um, was promised that he could put them uh, put them ashore uh, on the Marie at Callao, uh, but. They changed their plans and headed towards the Galapagos Islands instead. And on the 17th of September, all the British prisoners under the watch of one German officer um, were placed on the Galapagoses, Galapagoses? Galapagos Islands, um, where Leipzig coaled and then sailed south. Um, later, the uh, British tried to escape. Um, the German officer complained and said, this isn't on, the prisoners of war, to which the uh, authorities on Galapagos said, this is a neutral country, you're interned, you're a military personnel. So they arrested the German officer and the uh, British merchant sailors were allowed to escape. Um, HMCS Rainbow um, had managed to pass Shearwater on the 13th of August and escorted her as well uh, back north. Uh, when they arrived back north, uh, back at station, they found HMS Newcastle waiting for her uh, to assist. 
Um, Newcastle um, had also taken steps to try and fortify the area in case the Germans were to attack. Um, she was more on par and able to deal with Leipzig as a town-class cruiser. Um, and they were later joined by a Japanese cruiser as well, uh, the Izumo. And they began this, uh, Newcastle and Izumo swept south on the 3rd of September, leaving Rainbow to guard the northern approaches in case uh, in case von Spey swept north, um, which was pretty far from uh, from his, uh, his plan. Um, Leipzig, meanwhile, uh, had also captured the bank fields, which was carrying nine tons of copper ore and uh, 5,950 tons of sugar, uh, on the twenty four uh, four a.m. on the twenty fourth of September, and um, she was promptly sunk um, after a boarding action. Um, the Leipzig also chased the the freighter Tamar, um, but it stuck so close to the neutral territory that Leipzig um, couldn't get any closer. Um, they then got a message to say that the Dresden was running from the Royal Navy in, uh, from down the east coast of South America and had rounded Cape Horn and was ordered to meet the... Um, Leipzig was ordered to go and meet Dresden uh, so that it could work in concert and commerce raid um, for mutual defence. On the 2nd of October, a radio message uh, from the Dresden um, came through uh, saying that uh, the warship was... that they were now in uh, Massa Fiera Islands uh, and intended to proceed to East Ireland to make contact with von Spey. Um, the news that Admiral von Spey had brought uh, the squadron across the ocean um, was greeted with much elation aboard the uh, aboard the German cruisers, um, and Leipzig knew that she was no longer alone in unfriendly waters, and that the Admiral was sure to have a plan. And on the 3rd of October, three Cosmos liners arrived, uh, fully laden with coal for... Uh, not just for Leipzig, but for Admiral von Spey as well. And this was the Anubis, the Karanak, and the Abyssinia. Um, and Leipzig uh, planned to move forward with the, um, with these vessels to go and meet Dresden. Uh, further communication with Dresden um, along the coast of um, Chile uh, on the 5th of August uh, carried orders uh, from von Spey coordinating their arrival. And on the 12th of October, uh, Leipzig arrived uh, with Dresden Easter Island. Um, the SS Marie um, arrived at Callao on the 1st of October. Uh, coincidentally, at the same time as the, the escapees from the Galapagos Islands arrived, um, and the Marie put, put ashore all, all the prisoners that Leipzig had had. Now, it's not been a glittering career, I'll grant you that, but, as I said, they did manage to scare the bejesus out of the Canadians who thought that the they, their naval base and even um, Vancouver itself was, would come under attack. Um, so much so that they sent a third-rate cruiser out with no real ammunition to try and s stop her. It froze trade uh, between Canada and America for several weeks, as well as along... And I, I didn't really go into detail on this, mainly because it's coming on midnight and I'm really tired. Um... It did the same along the west coast of South America. British ships stayed in port, or if they did leave, they tried to stay as close to um, as as close to the the coast as possible. Indeed, the bank fields had ignored 
the British consulate's advice not to leave port, especially that the German agents then forwarded that she had left port to the Leipzig and they knew where to find her. Um, but with the whole of the west coast of America, of, of the entire Americas, you know, not just North America, um, the USA, but Mexico, Chile, Ecuador, um, all along the west coast, it was completely frozen. Uh, which had a massive impact on not just on the, possibly on the war effort, where stuffs would then go around the Horn and up to um, up up through the Atlantic, but also just local trade as well, costing um, companies vast amounts of money and pleas for compensation. But that was the very short raiding career of the Leipzig. Um, sorry, it's been <laughs> I just had to do it. Um, but as I said, next week definitely will be Bonspey and the Pacific. Thanks very much.